Drag up that diesel. What is good? Welcome to the Pigpen Podcast. I'm your host, Denton Day, at the Denton Day on the Twitter machine. This was not the original plan of what today's discussion was going to be about. I was in the process of taking some notes, getting my feelings out on the page, or a, a Word document, about our quarterback situation, because that's a conversation that we have not had enough of right over this offseason, over last offseason, the, the quarterback position here in D.C., but what we're going to do is table that conversation for another week because in the process of taking my notes in the news that you should be aware of by now, I mean, hell, it's in the title of this podcast, we were made aware. Normally, I would say we were blessed with the news of the Dan Snyder thing, but this is who this is not a blessing. Dan Snyder is getting more powerful within the Washington football organization, which is a stark contrast of how it seemed like things were going, what was it, three, four weeks ago when the junkies came out with what was supposed to be an early report of the Wilkinson investigation where the two options that were going to be presented to the NFL were forcing Dan Snyder to sell or suspending him for the immediate future, the long future, whatever the suspension length was actually going to be. Well, now Dan Snyder bought all of the shares. He is buying out the 40.5% of shares held by the other minority owners, and Dan Snyder has seemingly found himself with not just more power within this organization, but all of the power within this organization. He is going to own 100% of the Washington football team. I imagine wherever Dan Snyder is at this particular moment, whether it's his home somewhere around the D.C. area, whether it's his home and wherever else in the country he owns homes, maybe he's on a super yacht that's not as big as Jerry Jones, but still a super yacht, and I imagine he is just walking around screaming. Because that's what he has within this organization. He has unlimited power. By the way, not an accident that that was Emperor Palpatine. Because that seems like what Dan Snyder is. Every time we give him power, he seems to use it the wrong way. And by we giving him power, every time he has power. Every time he sticks his foot 
in the mouth of the organization every time he puts his nose where it shouldn't be and he starts making decisions based on what he feels like is going to be best for the team despite the fact that he is not a football guy it's a it's a story that we have seen time and time again when it comes to Dan Snyder within this organization so here is the official official information that we have been told Dan Snyder is buying out the 40.5 percent of the minority owner's stake, a total price of about $875 million. A pretty penny even for a billionaire, if we're being completely honest. He is getting a debt waiver to for $450 million of the $875 million price range that he has to buy out. Uh, what is a debt waiver that you ask? I have no idea. Literally none at all. I would best describe a debt waiver as something that just exists so billionaires can stay billionaires. So the people with a ton of money can spend money that they don't have while still somehow keeping the money that they do have. If that makes any sort of sense to you, that's what a debt waiver is. It's something available to the, the rich and the wealthy that us peasants don't have access to. I would love a $450 million debt waiver in my life. Think about all the things I could do with that. I don't have access to that. But the billionaire Dan Snyder does because that's just how it works in our society, in our finances, in our financial breakdown of what this country does. That aside, I'm not trying to get political into this, but Dan Snyder is a billionaire being a billionaire, and we need to recognize that. This is going to get voted on, I believe, by the other NFL owners. They're not going to say no to this. He needs 24 of the 32, I believe it is, for this to go through. They're not going to say no to this. The billionaires, the billionaire owners, they ride together. They are tight. They're going to allow this to happen. So this is going to happen a little bit of maybe not the the backlash per se, but what is going to come because of this is going to be very fascinating to watch unfold. Because in losing the minority owners, one of the big ones, one of the more important ones that we are going to lose is Frederick Smith, who is essentially the FedEx guy. Now, this is important. Because where do we play our games? We play at FedEx Field. And the fallout that has seemingly taken place between the minority owners and Dan Snyder over the better part of the last year would lead me to believe that they don't like each other that much. Which is not hard to imagine, right? I don't know Dan Snyder personally. He doesn't seem like a likable human being. Seems like he's a little bit of a weirdo, a little bit of a rat, and makes terrible decisions when he wants to make the football decisions. So because of that, it would seem likely that eventually the FedEx name is going to be dropped from the stadium. That seems like the next logical conclusion, right? If you're the head guy at FedEx, if you don't like the guy that runs a certain organization and your company is the name on the stadium in which that organization plays their games, it is logical to think eventually you are going to want your company pulled 
from any association with that organization, especially if you think Dan Snyder sucks, which he does. But we have been, I mean, hoping and praying, I think a lot of us, we have been wanting a new stadium for years and years and years because, quite frankly, FedEx Field is a dump. We know it's a dump. Everybody across the league knows it's a dump. Current players, former players, everybody recognizes the stadium as a dump. And it's one thing if like another team's fan base attacks something about your team, you almost kind of go in like to defense mode a little bit, right? Like they'll attack the transactions that we make, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, anyone really. And you go into defense mode, like I like what Ron Rivera is doing, I like this signing that we made, yada, yada, yada. There's really not a whole lot of defending FedEx field, right? There, I haven't, I haven't really come into anyone that's like living and dying on this hill of protecting the great name of FedEx Field. The stadium's a dump. We want a new stadium. Is it going to be worth finding a new investor for the stadium rather than just getting a new one? It doesn't seem like Washington D.C. actually wants Dan Snyder to be leading the organization that plays its games in the city. They said it was about the name. I think there is some truth to that. But I think the larger thing is that the people inside of D.C. who are in charge of signing off on these things recognize that Dan Snyder sucks. And they don't want to reward him by allowing the team to play games here. That's just how I see it. That's perception. That's an opinion on my side, but my guess is that eventually Dan Snyder is going to sell some minority ownership to somebody else. He has until 2028, March of 2028, to pay off the $450 million debt, the debt waiver that he's signing into. So he has seven years to pay that off, but it is a lot easier if you just sell those. I'm going to guess because this is seemingly how financials work across our nation, there's some form of interest on that. So the later we get in the years there, if we're in 2027, 2028, that the price will get a little steeper for Dan Snyder. So it would seem logical that the best bet would be to sell off the minority ownership to somebody else that you're tight with. And that can provide you another name on the stadium. But is it really worth going through, jumping through the hoops and the circus act of just slapping another name onto FedEx Field and calling it something different? Or is it time that we actually pull the trigger and move the stadium? That's up to D.C. I mean, it really is. We have the location for it. The name no longer has uh, the racial connotations that it did before. It might actually stay Washington football team for for the rest of time at this point, according to uh, what Jason Wright had mentioned, there's a possibility that Washington football team stays. I certainly don't hate that. I think the name is is pretty, pretty solid up to this point. Um, so that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see. We had had discussions amongst the fan base of if Dan Snyder is forced to sell, who would who would take his spot, and I think the obvious one was Jeff Bezos. And I think that would, at least for me, in the short term, 
that would make Jeff Bezos this knight in shining armor because I really don't like Dan Snyder. And you really don't like Dan Snyder. And Jeff Bezos is not Dan Snyder. Is he a billionaire rat? Yeah, but he's not Dan Snyder. And there's a hope that he wouldn't be as annoying as Dan Snyder. But now, now that the minority ownership has been sold off, is there a potential that Bezos could come in and buy up those minority stakes and then we would have this weird tyrannical power couple of Dan Snyder and Jeff Bezos being the two owners of the Washington football team. I got to tell you, I look at that very differently than Bezos being the knight in shining armor and ridding us of Dan Snyder. I would prefer to not have these two guys do it together. That's just the way I feel about it. I mean, I'm petrified. Granted, I haven't been to a game in probably like three years. Part of that is because we couldn't really go to games this year. But it's been quite some time since I've actually been to FedEx Field, been to a game. But I remember that the prices at the game suck for water, for hot dogs, for whatever it is the hell that you eat. Beer is ridiculously priced. And that's sort of just like an NFL thing. But I feel like it is... Uh, the price is a little bit higher for most things at our stadium. My fear is that if Bezos becomes a minority owner, and this was even if he became a majority owner of the team, that he would start making people pay for like normal things, like pay to go to the bathroom or some stuff like that, because he just is a money-making machine, and he recognizes that people will actually pay to do that stuff. Like if you have to pay a quarter or some nonsense, to go to the bathroom at a game, well, if 100,000 people or 50,000, 100,000, we don't get 100,000 people, if 50,000 people are paying a quarter twice, that, you know, that money stacks up. So my fear is that Jeff Bezos is going to come and just capitalist the ever-living life out of what our stadium experience would be like. So imagine that inside the dump that is FedEx Field, that's not a good look. That's speculation on my part. That's just an opinion on my part. But what is not an opinion is that Dan Snyder has more power than I ever thought, I ever hoped, than you ever thought, that you ever hoped he would actually have. And the future now has a lot more question marks than it does answers. This Beth Wilkinson report seemingly was not as damning as we thought it was three, four weeks ago, because Dan Snyder isn't taking this $450 million debt waiver if he thinks he's going to be suspended or if he thinks he's going to be forced to sell. That's just the reality of that situation. I'm curious your thoughts. You can hit me up on Twitter at the Denton Day. We'll get to some of the quarterback stuff and how I'm not like the biggest fan of the Ryan Fitzpatrick signing. We'll do that later as we approach the NFL draft, but this was kind of the emergency podcast. This is breaking news. I'm sure we'll continue to get more information as the day rolls on, as the days roll on, the weeks roll on. But as of right now, Dan Snyder is now officially, not officially, but he's unofficially, officially the sole owner of the Washington football team. And that is frightening. I'll see you guys soon. Peace. Peace.